This show is presented by the Mercedes-Benz Tech Program. To learn more about Mercedes-Benz's world of advanced automotive technology, text the word Mercedes to 55678 or visit www.learnmercedes.com. For AL.com, I'm Ben Flanagan. Welcome to Bammers. No tailgating. Due to the pandemic, fans couldn't tailgate on the University of Alabama campus during the 2020 football season. This one hurt. Tailgating is part of the fabric of a game day experience in Tuscaloosa. No tents, no food, no beer, no noise. That tailgating noise, this cacophony of game day. Mostly localized on the quad, though it's spread everywhere on campus. The singing, the laughing, the trash talking, the high fiving, the million dollar band warming up, Denny chimes ringing, all gone. An empty quad on game day would be weird, and it was. But those were the rules, and they stated, quote, in accordance with CDC state and local guidelines relating to social distancing and large gatherings, tailgating will not be permitted on the University of Alabama campus for the 2020 football season. Nick Friends is the University of Alabama Associate Director of Event Engagement. He breaks it down. I think tailgating, we're, we're going to kind of define it as if, you, if you've got a tent, TV, grill, things like that, that that are automatic, you know, things that you would associate with it. We would ask them not to, to put everything away and, and please not tailgate. And helping to kind of keep the, that possibility down we're not opening the parking lots until three hours before kickoff so that hopefully closer to the stadium will kind of dissuade people from attempting to do it the gates open two and a half hours prior so it kind of works in that if you show up and we let you park you know three hours before the game the gates open 30 minutes later so it doesn't really give you a lot of time to do that on campus so how many tailgaters typically set up on campus for each home game, obviously when there's not a pandemic happening? I guess if you can, take me through what goes into preparing for tailgating each week. I would say on average for an SEC season, you're looking at seven to 800 just on the quad. And then spread out around campus, maybe another two, 300 different. A tent to us constitutes a tailgate. If you see a tent, that's we're just saying that's a tailgate. Non-conference games, you're looking at a few hundred. The non-conference schedule hasn't been the greatest, so you're not really, you know, there aren't as many people out there. I mean, you know, when you've got Oklahoma and Notre Dame on the horizon, you know, those games are going to obviously be massive in terms of, of what we're going to see on campus in the future for a non-conference game. It'll look like a LSU or a Georgia or Auburn, you know, a game like that in terms of tailgating numbers. I mean, I know last year for the LSU game, we saw around 1,500 on the quad tailgates and then the biggest we ever had was the LSU in 2011 we had like 1700 it was just crammed out there so I mean out on the quad so um, that's on average what we see on a game where you've got a hundred thousand people going in and another 20 to 30 thousand outside the stadium you know there for the game day experience economically we've learned what no football season may have meant for the city of Tuscaloosa, the University of Alabama, and obviously limiting the capacity has it will impact the university to a large degree. 
tailgating though like specifically how how might tailgating and the lack of it this year impact UA economically I don't know exact numbers but it's a, it, it is a significant it is a significant number in terms of of dollars now most of that gets basically pushed right back on the quad between the power the security just the different things that that go into you know running the quad properly for not only those fans that are, are paying a, a company to tailgate on the quad versus the open areas of the quad, which, you know, it's, it's, it's roughly like a 60-40 open to reserved setup. So there's still tons of room out there for the general public. Um, but there's, you know, a lot that goes into it. So it's a, it's a hit, but it's not, it's not as much as you would think with everything that goes into the setup out there. What do you think tailgating on campus brings to the game day experience for fans? And obviously, without it in 2020, what do you think will be missing this year? I think even across the SEC, but at at Alabama in particular, it's one of the biggest things you notice. I mean, obviously, you pass the quad on the way to the stadium for the bulk of the people that are going to the game. It it just will look different, you know, and that's that's a situation we're, we're faced with this year. but. You know, I think in 2021, you know, knock on wood that, that things are back to normal and the fans are going to be passionate either way. And so they're going to, they're definitely going to be out there when, when tailgating comes back. But it's, you know, it's part of the pageantry. It's, it creates an electric environment, you know, where the fans are outside and they're able to watch other games. It gives them an idea of what's going on across the country. And I mean, I've seen it out there before where a team's lost and it, it, creates uh, an impact for Alabama in the rankings and it, it, the crowd is, you know, fired up and they're going into the game fired up knowing that if they win, it, it's, it's going to set the stage for them, whether it's, uh, you know, chance to go to the SEC championship game or moving up in the polls or playoff implications. I mean, you can definitely see it. It's tangible out there. Lacey Sensula is a diehard fan and Bama Twitter superstar from Birmingham. She loves tailgating. For her, a season without it was just eerie. It's interesting because I was on campus a couple weeks ago for the Texas A&M game, and it was it was a little eerie because you know you have this huge game day, the first home game day in Tuscaloosa, and I was walking on the strip with a friend, and we were talking about how it was noticeably less crowd. And it, it just kind of speaks to the fact that game day crowds are packed because people are going into game one, but also just people come into tailgate. So it was kind of this eerie feeling of walking around on a huge game day and barely seeing anyone there. It was, it, it was just like this little like ghost town feeling. Um, and I never made it to the quad or anything, but I can't imagine. I don't even know what it would look like without, you know, Tent City being set up and without seeing all the people there. But it definitely was kind of this eerie vibe of like, oh, something is definitely different and <laughs> going on this season. I go out on campus before every home game and take tailgating photos just to give fans who couldn't make it a picture of what it looked like in Tuscaloosa that game day. Sure enough, it was empty, and like Lacey said, eerie. There was signage all over the quad. No tailgating or public gathering on campus. People followed the rules, and that part of game day was gone. Ben Shoemake spent four years in the Marine Corps as a crew chief. He's a history major at UA 
and is president of the Campus Veterans Association. The group is dedicated to veterans' causes on campus and provides a social outlet for veterans from all over, or for those who plan to serve. That includes a weekly tailgate on the quad during football season. So our tailgate is located across from the education hall on that corner. We're right on the road. We've had it, I know, all three years that I've been here, and it's probably been longer than that. What do you think it is about tailgating that is meaningful to you? Like, how do you think it enhances your and other people's experience on a game day? Well, I mean, I've always enjoyed it just because it's a good social, you know, atmosphere. Uh, even before tailgating with the CBA, I have some friends who uh, went to UA before I did that they had their alumni, like their friend group, I guess, that they went together. Uh, they had a tailgate on the promenade, and I would go to it every home game. Just a good, fun atmosphere, you know. And then you also meet, you know, random people that, you know, you know, just happen to walk by. I know even with the CV8 tailgate, we'll have random uh, veterans that will walk by and they'll see, because we have little banners that's got the Army, Navy, Marine Corps, Air Force flag, Coast Guard, you know, all them on it. And they'll see it and they'll stop in and be like, you know, is this the... CVA, you know, what? what is this, a veteran's 10 or VA 10 or something? And, you know, we'll tell them about it. And they're like, oh, and, you know, they'll so share some story about when they were in just from common connection, you know, hang out for a little bit and then keep on going to the game. And we've had it from opposing fans stopping there as well, too. And every now and then a student group from the opposing team, like uh, Auburn, whenever we do the Iron Rook with them, we always hang out at each other's uh, tailgate tent, either at Jordan Hare or Brian Denny after after we get done that Saturday. Some kind of connection, you know, whether it's some 70-year-old Vietnam vet that comes by and says, oh, you know, I was in the Marine Corps or Army or wherever in the late se- or early 70s, late 60s, and talks for a little while a bit just for a connection or if it's, you know, 20 Wow, 26-year-old guy or even, you know, somebody who's active right there or uh, right now that that comes by, you know, they hang out and talk about what's going on then, you know, versus everybody who's been out for a few years. Uh, we even got, you know, Naval Academy people who were Alabama fans that just walked by and uh, they're physically in either the Navy or Marine Corps, and then they would talk to us veterans, you know, they, them being Alabama fans, you know, just talk about football and you know, just how life's going or, you know, stuff military-related. You know, just meet random people, business owner here or you know, some type of bureaucrat here and there. You know, it's random individuals, and you never know who you end up meeting. You know, get to know and connect with, I guess. Stick around for more Bammers. This show is presented by the Mercedes-Benz Tech Program. To learn more about Mercedes-Benz's world of advanced automotive technology, text the word Mercedes to 55678 or visit www.learnmercedes.com. Roger Myers is an Alabama superfan. Not the type who wears a costume or paints his face and waves a flag in the background on ESPN College Game Day. Now mostly retired for part of a decade, he bleeds crimson, supporting every sport on campus. 
I don't ever remember not being a fan. Moved to Tuscaloosa when I was four, uh, and really all I've ever known as far as a team to be a fan of. And I just live it out by trying to be in, as involved in as many sports as possible, but particularly football, baseball, and basketball. And I live it out by for football, having a huge tailgate and, and enjoying that. It's a great tool for seeing people from my childhood, from high school, from college, from my work years, from people you know all over. Met so many new people because of the word getting around about our tailgate and people sending people and have met life lifelong friends just through that process and um, just a great a great way for. Bama fans and fans of other teams. We we've always welcomed whoever's here from whatever school, even even Auburn or <laughs> LSU. It doesn't matter. We um, you know we welcome everybody, and it's just been a that's been a <clears throat> a huge huge part of the game day experience for for many years, which is going to be really strange this year. I was just talking with a friend earlier, and he said, "What are you going to?" What's your plan Saturday? I said I have no idea. I don't. I don't know how to do this <laughs> without without um, tailgating. So it's just something we're gonna have to figure out and come up with some kind of um, new traditions for the year and see how that plays out with with limited fans and a lot less excitement on campus and in the, in Tuscaloosa in general. Where do you tailgate now on campus? How long have you had that spot, and, and have there been other spots on campus where you've tailgated? We've been on the front lawn of Bidgood for, gosh, probably 14 years, and before that we were right down the right down the sidewalk closer to the stadium, but when the university put in a bus stop, they we, we had to move, so we moved like two blocks down, and it turned out to be a, be a much better spot, a lot more room, and um, we were able to grow, and and uh, you know, have more have more people, and um, turned out to be a really good move. So we've been there since 2007. Previous spot, we were there for probably six or eight, ten years, something like that. Time flies; so it's hard to hard to keep up. I want to ask you about the logistical aspects of running a tailgate. I know that it is hard work; like it is not easy. You need help doing it. Can you just sort of run me through? Again, sort of like the logistical aspects of it. What all does it take for you to put on the tailgate that you put on? For me, all the week prior to a home game, starting on, say, Monday, you know, I'm, I'm doing something every day, whether it's buying supplies, uh, cleaning, cleaning stuff, organizing things, getting stuff ready a little here and there every day. And then Friday gets... Thursday, Friday, Thursday gets a little more, a little more intense. We go out. I'd go out on Thursday night and set up our tent frames in the spot, um, basically to kind of hold it. Nobody's ever tried to bother us with it, but because you can start first thing Friday morning. So after classes out late, late on a Thursday, I'll go put up tent frames, and then Friday all day is getting everything out and ready to be loaded, loading up probably eight to ten huge coolers full of ice, icing down water, soft drinks, beer, getting everything ready for when my 
when the guys that have always helped me come. I had a good, a good friend that comes from Chattanooga, and we load up our trailer and truck, get it all organized and ready for Saturday morning. And on Saturday morning, I get up 4.35 o'clock, and anything that we're cooking or heating food-wise, I do get it all packed up. Then we have, usually there's three others of me that we drive two trucks to line up for the tailgate opening, which is at 7. So we try to get there at 6.30 to get in line. They open the gates at 7. We pull up to our spot. And they give you technically 15 minutes to unload everything. We have a 15-foot trailer and two trucks full of stuff. <laughs> so it's, we kind of have a, a line of people. We have a you know exact way we, we bring everything. We put everything in and bring it out. We bring it out. We get our tables put up. We get our we get our coolers out. We get our, everything out out so the guy that the truck driver can can leave with the trailer before they tell us we have to leave. Then we just get everything set up and organized, and we can get it done, including the TVs and satellite. We have three TVs and we have a double food tent. We have a bar tent. We have two tents for the TVs put up 100 or so chairs, put up our little display of trinkets and buy my paraphernalia, get the bar set up, and then usually by 8, 8, 15, we pretty much got it got it done. And then we just kind of, depending on the time of the game, might go home and shower and come right back or be ready when we are to get there. So it's... Um, it's a process, but it's uh, it's something that we've got down to <laughs> got down to a science pretty much. It's uh, it's you know there's a lot of stuff we load and unload, and um, it's amazed me how quickly we can get it done after so many years of practice. I guess but, you know the early mornings kind of slow. You watch game day, and you know a few people may come by, and then I think you've been by there and probably seen some of the larger crowds. Before a big game, you know, there may be an LSU or an Auburn or Florida, there may be 500 people there. We've had had some huge, huge crowds come and had a lot of word of mouth people. Um, I don't know if you've seen the stories where Josh and Laura Rutledge met at our tailgate in 2011 before the LSU Alabama game. And there's always a lot of major league players, minor league baseball players. Athletes coming, you know, professional athletes that come by, and then the, the breakdown is kind of <laughs> that's kind of the hard part after the game, particularly if it's a late game, because you don't you kind of lose some of your help before <laughs> later later in the day, later at night. But we break it all down, get it cleaned up, get it loaded back up, get it home, and, and um, unload the necessary stuff at night, and then and then sometimes on Sunday morning. You know, we we might have a little bit of work to do. And then just back-to-back home games, and it's just like the next day you're back at it again. Well, and just focusing on real quickly on, again, the logistics of it and everything that you just explained, yours, I know, can get very crowded very quickly. Like you said, it's, it's word gets around and it's popular. As the person organizing it, let's say the owner and operator of that tailgate, does it ever feel overwhelming? Is it always a sense of community and festivity, and is it a, just a big party? 
like I know I, I've talked to other people who tailgate. There's always the issue of of people who just kind of wander in, enjoy themselves, and wander out, and they're not there for that breakdown, and they're not there for the setup and that kind of a thing. What 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 is your attitude about that? I guess me and my my helpers were the ones throwing the party. So you know we have people offer to help and stay and help on on occasion. It's not consistently the same ones, but I mean to me it's well worth it. I mean if, you know it's a it's a ton of work. I mean, not granted it is, but people are very appreciative for the most part, you know. In anything, you don't have people that that aren't or make you know or take advantage. But I mean, that's just part of it. The the good by far outweighs the bad in my eyes. And you know, there's I'm always had enough enough help. I know it's going to be there that that we're going to get it done. So it's nice to have extra help occasionally, but. We understand. I mean, they're there to have fun, and um, all that fun to me. I've always been a worker, so uh, the, the hard work part doesn't bother me. What is it about tailgating that is so meaningful to you? Like, how how do you think it enhances the experience for you and others? It's just, I mean, it's gotten to where it's just like it feels like album football when we're doing it. It's just just the seeing people. You know, there's people I may not see once a year at one tailgate, or I may see them seven times a year, but it's at the tailgate. Or, you know, people from from my past that travel into games. They may get to come to one a year or one every other year. And just to be able to um, connect again with people like that, it's it's just worth it. And meeting, and meeting new people, it's just the excitement in there around the quad and the tailgating pregame is just, just it's just an amazing feeling, and it, you know, one we're going to really miss. <laughs> Tailgating is banned on campus this year for obvious reasons. What does an Alabama football season without tailgating look like to you? I don't know yet. Uh, I guess I'm going to find out Saturday. It's going to be strange, you know, being in the stadium with just just twenty thousand people, or whatever the the, the actual number is, and. I, I don't know what, you know, like I said, a friend asked, what do you, what's your plan? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to do this <laughs> without, I've never, I've haven't, I haven't done this without the tailgating prior to it, basically since I was a kid. So it's just kind of, it's going to be a new experience. And then, you know, when COVID, you know, it's not like you're going to really can't gather anywhere uh, particularly and, so I don't know what it's going to be like. I mean, the football part. I mean, the football part is obviously the the big cherry on top, and that's the that's the main thing, and that's going to be exciting. It's just going to be weird without anybody, you know, basically anybody around you. But it's going to be eerie on you know just coming on campus for the game without seeing the tents and the and and everybody. Uh, enjoying that and, and having fun and hearing the band and seeing the, seeing the uh, band. The band always, they line up right in front of our tailgate before they start their march into the stadium. So that's always been a, that's always a, been a great part of, it's kind of like, all right, you know, we got to start thinking about what time we're going into the game now because the band's, the band's lined up. And then we have number of number of people that stay behind and you know, watching it, watching on TV at the tailgate. So. 
I, I don't know. I mean, I can't really answer that question. It's just going to be strange, um, unusual, you know, disappointing, but understandable of why, well, you know, why it has to be. Just thankful there is a season and thankful that I'm one of the ones that's fortunate enough to be able to, to have tickets to all the games. So, you know, just going to have to look at the look at the bright side and then, uh, you know, always get enjoyment from the game. But uh, it's not going to have any of the pregame fun. If tailgating is back in 2021 or 2022, who knows, you know, how it's going to go. But, I mean, the second you're allowed to get out there and tailgate again, are you just going to jump right back into it? Um, you know, if, I would I would say, you know, yes, at this point, you know, just, just I guess it depends on the parameters and, the, and well, you know, the pandemic and the parameters, you know, they, if there's a lot of, a lot of restrictions that would make it not worthwhile, you know, I, I, I'll just have to see. I would say yes. I mean, you know, assuming things are back to normal, yeah, sure. But I don't know what normal's going to be anymore or what normal is anymore. I went out to the quad during week one when Mercer came to town to see it for myself. And sure enough, it's all back. The tents, the noise, the smells, the high fives, the good vibes. It feels like game day in Tuscaloosa. With one exception. Roger Patrick Myers tweeted right before the first home game of the 2021 season that his tailgating journey has reached the end of the line. He said, quote, End of an era. The time has come. Our tailgate has reached retirement age, and we will no longer be in our spot at Big Good. We'll definitely still be at all the games, and looking forward to seeing what goes on around campus on game day, other than in our little spot. End quote. So I caught up with Roger to ask him why he called it quits, even after taking the year off and missing tailgating so badly. Well, there was several things that went into it. Um... I had a uh, knee replacement surgery about two weeks before the season started. <laughs> On top of that, the my friend that's been my kind of my right hand for about the last 18 years in setting up always came down from Chattanooga and spent the weekend with me and did most of the heavy lifting and stuff. And he got a new job and moved away, moved to South Carolina. So he's not able to come to games anymore. And another thing, my uh, our daughter was having a baby, had a baby out in Montana just two weeks ago. So there was just a combination of things that led to saying, well, we kind of got used to it by not being able to do it in 2020. So it's just a good time to cut the cord and go ahead and do it. I mean, you know, we did it for a long time and it just got bigger and bigger and funner and funner. I mean, it was a lot, it was a great, great time, but it just, it got to be more and more work and, it was a week-long process to get ready for a weekend, so took a lot out of me, um, you know, physically, and then with, <clears throat> wasn't sure how my knee was going to respond and, you know, how how much I was going to be able to do, particularly without my without my helper. So we just uh, just kind of made a decision that it would be best to go ahead and fold it up. So 
you know, miss it, don't miss a lot of the work in the late, late, late night, but um, it definitely was, was worthwhile for all the time that we did it. He said while he doesn't have as many late nights as he used to, it still isn't quite the same on game days anymore. I kind of feel lost, uh, to tell you the truth, and I've wandered by a couple of tailgates for a few minutes. Uh, yeah, I've wandered around and quiet a little bit and, and just visited a place or two, but not really haven't gotten a new set routine yet. It's kind of, kind of, it's like kind of feel lost. <laughs> all the freedom to do whatever, and I don't really know what to do. (laughs) UA's plan for the 2021 season is to be full capacity inside Bryant-Denny Stadium. For tailgating, it remains to be determined. But if they're full go inside the stadium, that could mean good news for the tailgaters who couldn't bear a second straight season without it. Thanks to Lacey Sensula, Nick Friends, Roger Myers, and Ben Shoemake. Bammers is produced and hosted by Ben Flanagan for AL.com. You can find all episodes and other bonus content wherever you get your podcasts or at al.com. If you like the show, please rate us and write a review. Thank you for listening. This show is presented by the Mercedes-Benz Tech Program. To learn more about Mercedes-Benz's world of advanced automotive technology, text the word Mercedes to 55678 or visit www.learnmercedes.com.